Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hi and welcome to today. Thank you. Thank you for your comments and the feedback that I've got um, over the poem I did last week. I really appreciate your words and your, your very kind words and encouragement. And yes, I will be doing some more poems. I've, I've been writing poetry for years. I just really... I really didn't share it. I mean, back in the day, we didn't have Instagram and Facebook and all of that to, to share content in the way that we do now. So, um, yes, it's it's something that I have thought about uh, doing a lot more of. And so I will in the same way that I share my words and videos and vlogs and, and everything. So thank you again for your encouragement it does it does mean a lot so today the topic i know that you've had a blessed weekend and i know that you will have decided what you want to do i think you have to you have to decide what you want to do and then go for it yeah time is short time the older you get time gets quicker and it's just like I don't know how that you know it's just like how did it it was just it was like six o'clock this morning and then you spin around two times and then it's like six o'clock at night and it's dark outside anyway so um you know it's very important to think about the things that you would you want to do because you have a mission and there are things that there are so many people out there waiting for the blessing that you will be that will inspire them and ignite their dreams and goals that you just have to go for it and I'm just encouraging you and um, come and join me on some of the platforms that I'm already on and I hope that they will give you some encouragement I'm also doing um, and I'll leave the link I'm doing a creative encourager um, so each week I spend about, I guess it's about two and a half hours and you can ring and we can have a chat and um, each session is 30 minutes. So you can ring and have a chat and if you need encouragement about something that you're doing or you want to clarify or just talk to somebody about what you're doing, then you're quite welcome to do so. So I'll leave the, I guess they call it pro bono or, or you know, um, but uh but no it's it's a way in which if you need that space to talk to somebody you don't have to know me um to be able to say you know these are the things that i'd love to be able to do and i'm your creative encourager so if you need it um sign up obviously if you want to do it more on a regular basis then obviously you know um you know we'll look at um we'll look at that and um yeah just really want to be a blessing so today the topic is water and it's it's interesting i was just looking back on the other two weeks where you know last week i did the poem of wind and then i talked about 
the garden and uh, growing and so to today the topic is water and you know for some people that might bring up a whole different range of thoughts and feelings so you know before I start think about what that means to you water is there's something that you cannot do without so if you think about how you relate to water and then listen to my recording and see whether that brings any new insights into your life so water is something that none of us can do without we know that you can't go more than three days without consuming water and that's you know you can do without food to a certain extent i mean you know you can do longer without food but not water our bodies are made up of 75 percent water so as well as hydrating internally we need to hydrate externally as well it can be comforting to soak soak in the bath after a hard day's work and also get a refreshing drink but you know if you live in a tropical climate you might go and take they say call it sea bath so you go and oh my gosh I mean we have showers here so you know um, you know some people obviously have baths so that's but the bath takes a lot more water than you would if you take a shower but getting into the sea that feeling oh my gosh it's such amazing feeling and the bath can never even if you fill up the bath you can never replicate that feeling of being in the sea and just you know floating on your back and just swimming around and just playing I have so much fun when I go to the sea but living in the UK well living anywhere you can often take it for granted that the water will always be at the end of the tap and having you know it around the clock and when you go to um, Caribbean countries and developing countries you know that it's an expensive resource that you often get outages I mean in Barbados if you don't get enough rainfall you know that affects the water levels and the reservoir levels and and so some parishes often have can go for weeks without water um, people are encouraged to have water storage tanks and I've got one for the plants um, but it's it's definitely something that you would want to go down the route of making sure that you you know have a, a catching water a harvesting water so as I said you know there are countries whose population still does not have access to clean running water for the very essentials in life and the thought of having to give water to drink that you just got from the lake the same lake where the cattle tread and where you bathe and wash clothes and every other you know other ima imaginable use to your child to drink is unthinkable you know you you think about you know collecting water and you see images where you know kids are collecting water the women are collecting water and the water quality is dirty you wouldn't even water your plants with it let alone you know drink it but for some people that's a reality they don't have access and they need things like wells being dug they need things like um you know when there's more when there's more plants and trees you know or if they're suffering from drought you know that affects um crops and 
but if there's more trees planted, you know, that's, there's a lot of programs where, you know, they're planting more trees and they see a difference in terms of how the land then, I don't know, it's not storing the water, but how it affects the lands. And there are drought resistant plants that can thrive. Like the Moringa is one, apparently it grows in, you know, even the harshest of climates. So, The reality, you know, that's the reality they face. And there are facts that you can check in terms of, you know, you really do have to, to do some more research and see what's happening to the water. So if you also want to find out ways in which you can take more care with the Earth's resources, check out, there's a Reduce the Footprints, which is a blog about making a positive impact to your environment and has some great tips. And so it's simple things like, you know, when you're, say, brushing your teeth, don't leave the water running. When you're washing up, wash up in a bowl, have another bowl to rinse. You know, I mean, you can change the water, um, but use the water and put it out on the plants, you know. Um, and I guess maybe, especially if you're growing organically, you don't want a lot of the, um, chemicals but if you store it and then leave it I think if you leave it covered there's ways of purifying it so that it breaks down or the soap breaks down or whatever whatever um, but it or you might use it to flush the toilet you know so ways in which you can harvest and store water so I shared there's a post and I'll link to, to it called memories of home and I shared um, it was a series where I shared my experience between the ages. Um, I shared, um, so it was I was between the ages of say four and six. And the house that I lived in, there was two rooms. My sister had one and me and my baby brother. So I must have been, yeah, so under six, under five. And I think, my baby brother and I shared a room with my parents and the house didn't have access to a bath or inside toilet and I remember we had a tin bath I remember being in the tin bath and I remember wanting to be the one to have the bath first because it was just like if I think it was only me and my brother that used the bath. I can't remember anyways, but I just remember being in the tin bath and splashing around. It's funny the things that you remember. Um, but the water had to be stored and it had to be boiled as needed. And um, many houses in the UK in those days didn't have bathrooms and you had you had an outside toilet, so you'd have to either, you had a, you know, back in those days, you had a, like a commode thing or a bucket that was covered. And if you wanted to go to the toilet, if you wanted to do a wee, you'd go there and then it would be taken out um, in the morning. But many houses didn't have public bathrooms, public baths, didn't have bathrooms. And they had to use what was known as public baths and these were buildings specifically designed to meet the then needs of local people. And you could also go and take your laundry there as well. And the baths would have separate first and second class areas for use. Can you imagine? 
Um, but it was for those poor, it was for the poorer people in the community who, you know, you'd go, you know, a few times a week, you'd go and take your laundry and all of this. And um, yeah, and that was the reality for, for a long time until we moved, we moved and to the family home that I then grew up in. Um, and we had a bath there and a toilet. But it was just amazing that, you know, well, when my parents came from the Caribbean, they had baths and toilets. Um, but that was, this, I guess, the situation here, you know, in the UK. So I had some surprises when I went on holiday. So when me, my brother and my sister visited my grandma in Jamaica in 1982, we we found just what it would be like without the modern conveniences that we were, you know, we'd grown up used to. And as teenagers at the time, we just rolled up our sleeves and we got on with it. And I think we handled it quite well because we saw it as an adventure. There was no running water. So each morning we would have to go down to the well, which was down a hill and we'd have to fetch the water and which would be used for bathing and drinking and washing the dishes. And um, it was definitely a humbling experience. But as I said, it didn't, you know, we didn't look at it and say, oh no, I want to go to a hotel. It was just like, you just got on with it. It was just like, that's my, my grand didn't have, you know, that. And so we had to make the most of it. And um, we often can take what we do have for granted and we know that you know it's when you have the outages or things suddenly don't work that you just think oh my gosh and recently well not recently now because it's after the fact but I remember when my mother's bathroom cold water tap and I called to the repairs and they and and what was I thought was an emergency um, they said it would take them a week before they could even come and take a look at it. And, you know, it was just like, how can this not be emergency when you've got somebody who's elderly to not have cold water? So what we were having to do was to set, to run the, the hot water tap and let it get cool enough to go cold, to let it go cold basically, and then add some more hot water so that it would, you know, it would then be okay. So I waited in for the repairman to come and I was glad that the, um, I was glad that, you know, the week had passed and we'd soon be able to carry on as normal. And just before he came, I decided for some reason to, you know, just turn the tap on and um you know i knew that it wouldn't work because i'd been trying it every day from the time i'd called them out you know was there you know uh, could it have just been the system or you know whatever and um <laughs> to my surprise and it's, it's always the way isn't it to my surprise before he came the water began to flow out of the tap as if you know there was never a problem and um I was stunned and it was just like, why on the very day where it was supposed to be fixed, did it just suddenly start working when all week there was nothing? 
the door knocked, the repairman came in and I explained slightly embarrassed what had happened and, and said funnily enough that you know, the tap started to work. And I wasn't sure if the look that he gave me was one that questioned whether there was a fault in the first place. Anyway, but after much fiddling about and banging, he eventually said that it was fixed and it was just like, well, it was just a washer. The problem was a washer. It stopped working, it needed a washer. Well, he, I, th I think maybe, well, maybe it didn't need a washer and he just said it did. I mean, the washers are, you know, very cheap, but he had to put some ink on his, on his sheet because he probably then said, you know, went, didn't go back to work for a few hours and, and then said, you know, it, it was just, um, he's fixed it. Um, but anyway, so when we look for the revelations and insights that can come, when we look at all of these different situations, it can often show us interesting and important things. And it reminded me that you never know how things are gonna turn out. You can be dissuaded by how things look at the moment. You know, I could have said, you know, like, oh, we, we could have said as, as young, you know, teenagers, we weren't gonna, you know, put up with not having any running water or, you know, going down to the well. But it was something that we never, had done before and it was just like when you change your perspective you see things in a different light if I didn't try and make the best of, of a, a bad situation with my mother's tap being turned off it's just like you know the hot water worked so run the hot water let it cool down and she could still have a bath if it was the opposite way where there was no hot water there would be a different circumstance and situation and then you might have had to say well let me boil the water and I've done that, you know, times where, well, the hot water hasn't worked. And so you have to look at what things, how you can make the best. So you can be swayed by how things look at the moment and you need to find temporary solutions to make the best of, of it before a way might be made. You also have to slow down, you know, when there's a power cut. You can't do all the things, you know, get on social media or, you know, get on your computer. You have to slow down. You take in the scenery around you, well, what you can see, but you make the most of the things that you can do at time. And there are so many things that we find ourselves trying to do all at the same time. And we begin to miss the life that is passing right before our eyes. And we forget to enjoy the simple things. Take time to think about the events that happen in your life and what interesting revelations they can contain. You know, when you think about how much water, because that's what I started off by talking about, the things that our body can't do without, you think of the things that we take for granted. And then when they do come, what are the insights that you can get from them? So with the water, have you drunk enough today? Make sure you're drinking at least four or five, that's a minimum, glasses of water. So you say to people, oh, do you drink water? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm always drinking water. And it's just like, well, how much do you drink? Oh, you know, well, I drink it in tea. No, that's not enough. Anyway, so I hope that you can, there's some takeaways from that. And I hope that you are able to think about some, some of the insights that have come. There's a scripture in Psalm that says, Psalm 1.3 that says that a person is like a tree planted by the streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do. So be planted, 
like a tree by streams of water. Take care for now and I'll speak to you soon. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.